Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 174, PTSD Self-Healing Show. Shattered with Candice Trotsky, author, nurse, animal lover, and traveler. I'm very excited to have you here, Candy. And um, I know about your books, and I was really amazed. As I said before, because we talked before this show, she is a very inspirational author in traveling genre. <laughs> and now she has a new book about PTSD. I'm very excited to have you. Welcome to my show. Thank you. Uh, all right, Candy, tell me about yourself first. I'm going to actually uh, talk about PTSD mostly. I know you're talking about traveling as well and you're animal lover, but our main focus today is uh, bringing awareness about PTSD and mental health. And uh, especially, I want to know what was your solution? What was your story? And what did you do to overcome and uh, go to recovery path? Um, so in August 2020, um, I was assaulted. I was choked. Um, and for the first month, I didn't know that I was experiencing post-traumatic stress. Um, I was constantly, my adrenaline was constantly um, spiking. I was in fear all the time that I'd be attacked again. Um, I couldn't sleep. I had nightmares of being choked. Um, and eventually, like, I had to be put on medication to help me sleep. And that stopped the flashbacks of the assault and then I was able to sleep through the night the nightmares stopped um yeah I had a lot of triggers there was the older males were a trigger if I'd be walking down the sidewalk um my anxiety and fear would instantly spike and I'd have to cross the street so that I would like avoid the older males um the PTSD really affected me. Like I couldn't go to the grocery store because I would dissociate. And then after the dissociation, when I was still in the store, the anxiety and fear of being around strangers and older males really um, had a negative impact on my behavior. And the thing is with trauma and the PTSD, you can't control these intrusive thoughts and you can't control how you're gonna react to the different triggers um so for example like it was very hard for me to accept my behavior because that's not the person that I was um I was very aggressive I was in the grocery store I pushed uh, well um I bought a package of egg rolls and I noticed when I got to the store the front of the cash um like I was out of the dissociated state then so the fear and anxiety was really bad and I waited a few minutes in line 
And then it was my turn. And I said, there's a rip in the package. Can you um, see if there's another one? And in bro broken English, she said, no more. And I was just there. So I knew that there was more. And my behavior, I instantly became aggressive and pushed the groceries towards her. And then like I, I my mind, like I couldn't think or anything of the consequences of my behavior. Um, and then she yelled security. And at that point, the PTSD was so bad. And I'm like, I have to get out of here. Like my life is threatened. Um, so I just left the store without getting groceries. And I didn't go back to that store till a year later, because I avoided the store knowing, thinking that if I go back in, my same behavior is going to occur. And I won't be able to control how I'm reacting to my surroundings. Um, but yeah, a year later, I ended up being paired up with an OT and we went back into the store. So I find if I'm with someone, when I'm out in public, that really helps. It, it kind of provides security, knowing that um, there's less of a chance that I'll be attacked. So what was your solution to recover from PTSD? I know you've done a lot of traveling as well. Did it help or what else did you do? Um, well, that was another thing because traveling was a way to um, discover myself more, over overcome fears. So COVID really affected that because I couldn't travel. Um, so I was sitting at home doing nothing, absolutely accomplishing nothing. And I'm, I'm like a goal. I achieve all my goals. So it was very hard. Um, what I did, um, the number one thing I would recommend is counseling that really helped. Um, cause we worked through the behaviors, why it happened, how, what I can do next. And, uh, the, the PT. TSD gets really bad when when I'm stressed and which sets off as well the anxiety and depression. So I've learned to kind of manage my stress a little better. In the beginning, our trigger was um, new tasks. So for example, not being able to go to the grocery store because of the fear, I I had to find a way to get groceries. So I had to go online, order groceries. And the first time I couldn't do it, I was so overwhelmed. I didn't know how to use the site. So then a month later I tried again and I wasn't as stressed. And I find in the beginning, I, I couldn't focus because the fear and everything was so bad. Um, eventually I had to write a list of everything that I had to do instead of just looking at everything and becoming stressed out. So then on the list, I would write like one, two, three, five, uh, all the tasks. And then I would complete one task at a time. And then if I noticed my stress level increase, I would step away from the task, take a break. And then when I was more in a stable state, um, I would go back to the task and finish it. So breaking down tasks is very important. Um and especially uh, hanging out with friends, making yourself go out in public, um, getting together 
with your friends, making plans, because that will decrease the social isolation, which was really bad for me after the grocery store incident. I stopped going outside. I wouldn't leave my place. I didn't hang out with friends, which made the, the depression so much worse. So it, it's important to have goals in mind. For example, my second book, Shattered, um, I'm still in the editing process. Hopefully it'll be out March 2022. Um, I, I was like, I need to do something to help other people because working as a nurse, um, traveling to other countries, volunteering as a nurse there with dogs and children, I, I was always helping people. But it was different being off because I couldn't help anyone because the PTSD and anxiety and depression were so bad. Um, so my way of like, I lost my purpose in life, which after the assault, which made it everything so much worse. So I, I sat down one day and I was like, like, how can I help people? Like, what can I do to gain my purpose back? So then I just started typing out my, um, my book and it's about my healing journey from PTSD and then anxiety and depression, which resulted from the PTSD or from the assault. Um, and I talk about medications that I was on, side effects, interactions with strangers, how I had the aggressive behavior, or I'd become overstimulated with if there were a few people, several loud noises, because in the beginning I was startled by any noise. Um, so yeah, the book captures everything that I went through during my healing journey. I'm still on that journey. <clears throat> um, so I plan to write a second book because I want people dealing with PTSD to know that healing from it is possible. And there are going to be times where it resurfaces um, and you have to find ways to cope. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's just, and then in the back of the resort, in the back of the appendixes, um, there's all resources, like how it's focused on what I did for myself. So for PTSD, um, I just have everything written from my book. Uh, after I speak about PTSD, I talk, I mention lessons learned. So I said, the more exposed I am to triggers, the less I become. Because in the beginning, I was avoiding all older males, which would increase my fear the next time I saw an older male. So the more I would expose myself, um, the less the trigger would become. And I learned for me what helped is to kind of change my mindset. Instead of thinking every older male out there is going to come in, it's going to assault me. I started to make myself walk past older males. And then I would say to myself, he's not going to harm me. Like I'm safe. Um, so that really helped me. And I learned that trauma can distort a person's thought pattern at times which affects the mind's ability to process more information. Um, and the thing is, with PTSD, you can experience dissociation. 
um, where you feel disconnected from emotion, your environment. And for me, the dissociations are around, I'm disconnected from my environment. Um, so I dissociated the first couple weeks that I was off when I went to the grocery store. And then I can't remember how many more months, but it was about like eight, nine months after I dissociated again, but I thought, because I only dissociated a couple times, that I was healed from the dissociations. But I wasn't because one night I became stressed um, with the way my life is. I'm not working. I'm not accomplishing anything. And, and I just couldn't see my life getting better. Um, so the dissociation happened and I was walking back and by this point the fear anxiety and depression was really bad I was stressed and then I was walking back to my place and then on the corner of the street there was an older male and I went and I had to walk I was about to walk across the street saw him and I instantly stopped like right in my tracks because I'm like I have to get into my building because he was a few feet from my building but the the PTSD was so bad um that my mind switched. It, it was weird. Like, cause when I dissociate, I don't even know. So I instantly went into a dissociated state and my, everything around me, like my environment, there was, I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't see anything. All I could see was this older male. And then I just had this vision that if I, cause I couldn't take my eyes off of him because I didn't know what he was going to do. And if I did take my eyes off of him, I envisioned him like standing in front of me and that he was going to choke me. Um, I don't know how long the dissociated state lasts. Uh, the only thing that I can tell when I'm in a dis dissociated state uh, is um, like, I, I can't see anything. I can't hear anything. And then after a couple minutes, a car drove by and the bright lights, um, I saw the bright lights and then instantly I was back to reality. And then the anxiety, fear, it, it spiked because during a dissociated state, your body is like, it's a way of protecting you from the trauma. And so the anxiety, the fear, everything leaves when you're in a dissociated state. Fight and flight mode, yeah. Yes, yes. And for me, what happened was when I'm in a dissociated state, it, I go into freeze mode. So I couldn't move. Like, I couldn't run or anything. I, I would just stood there. And then when I saw the vehicle, the vehicle passed me, which blocked my vision to him. And then I was in the flight mode where I'm like, I need to get out of here. I'm in danger. Um, and I, again, when, when the PTSD is bad, like your mind is not processing anything. And so without even looking across the street, I just bolted across the street into my front door. And then I slammed the door closed. And then I had this, this vision that, you know, he was outside the door, like he was trying to push the door to get in. So it's, it's crazy what it can do to your mind. Candy, I guess the first thing in PTSD is not helping others. The first thing is how you can help yourself to get better. Then 
you can think about helping others, right? And, and that was hard because I've always helped others. And this is the first time where I had to really help myself. And then another thing, as you said, and you mentioned, is that you felt, you felt that your, you, you didn't accomplish anything. That's why it really hurts you. And then that's why you started doing your book, writing about yourself. And I guess journaling really helps. Because for myself, in my journey, I started writing my first book when I was, I mean, I was recovered from PTSD after a few years. So I was not ready even to write a book, you see, because your body is still triggering. You are still trying to find solutions to help yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I found, because I was like, after my first book, the depression got really bad again because I wasn't doing anything. So I'm like, I'll write my second book about my journey of PTSD. Um, and for me, it helped me because I had to reflect on, okay, this was the trigger. This is how I reacted. What can I do differently next time? Or, you know, I need to expose myself more to this trigger yeah i like that writing really helped me process everything that exactly I yeah you know i had i had a summit with other ptsd survivor and those ptsd survivors always saying journaling really help us that's the same with me because when you do journaling you have to flash back to your situation and it's painful it's not easy to again re recall everything <laughs> because you recall the pain, you recall your trauma, but it's good because you are in a state to write about it. You grieve, um, I mean, you grieve and you may cry, or but that's the only way you can discover everything in yourself because then you are writing about something which is past. And you are in recovery path and you think that, okay, I'm here. How can I help myself? How can I help others? Right? And that's so brave to write because usually people don't like to talk about their vulnerability. They don't. They, we are not perfect. And that's good because we are human, right? And when you talk about your weakness, all the problem that you had and how you recover from it, people can associ uh, associate with you because they see the same thing and then they try to take the steps and help themselves. And I think PTSD recovery doesn't have one solution. Everybody has their own recovery journey. Somebody start painting, somebody start a journaling some people go do the traveling you know for myself i started going um, i i immigrated to another country i went to australia as soon as i was hit with the trauma somebody uh, assaulted me as you said and uh, threatened me with the knife point you know i had back injury i lost my car at that point but 
you know, everything really reflect me, on me and really uh, had a great impact on my life. I mean, later I see those impacts, all of them were very positive because it helped me understand myself, discover myself. I immigrated because I wanted to discover something very challenging. <laughs> and then it really helps. Everybody should see herself in a in a path that how and ask ask themselves how you can help yourself, right? I'm I'm not you, you're not me. <laughs> Everyone has their own uh, customized solution. Yeah, definitely. Like I never thought I'd become an author, but becoming an author has been a very positive experience. And I kind of look at it like if I was not off of work, I probably would have not published my book. I've gained so many positive friendships with other authors. And when I feel the PTSD, anxiety and depression escalating, I connect with that group because it's such a positive group that it makes me focus on something else. And it really helps so much. So, I mean, in the beginning, I was just like, why me? Like, you know, I deserve this. And, um, but now I look at it like, if the assault did not happen, there would not be all these other positives in my life. Like I've had to really focus on me instead of focusing on the other people. I've had to work through past trauma. And the thing with trauma is uh, the assault brought back all the past trauma from childhood. So, which really escalated the PTSD. Um, so it, yeah, you have to really work through everything in order to progress forward. Hmm. So you have a website here, uh, the lovetravelvolunteer.com, uh, and you have Instagram, Facebook. What do you have on your website? I see it's about traveling and your book, probably. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to be changing my website a little bit because I have a second book coming out. Uh, but my website focuses on my first book and when someone purchases my first book, a portion of the sales I'll donate to the Animal House Jamaica. And I've been to Jamaica three three times and I try and go yearly. And then I'll, I volunteer with the dogs there. So it's a no-kill shelter. Um, and the, the portion of proceeds will help with vet bills, um, food, fresh water okay thank you so much for being here if you have any other words or any new event or anything you're gonna talk about please do do you um no uh, oh did you say awards yeah do you have any encouraging sentence you can um give us to my audience yeah, just um, keep working on yourself and know that not every day is going to be a good day. 
um, and my book I'll publish and I'm hoping that it will help other people going through PTSD and to let them know that they're not alone. And I was very hesitant writing my second book because I am making myself vulnerable, but it's important that during these times, people have someone else to connect with. So I really hope that my book can touch the lives of other people going through PTSD and, and help them. Thank you so much, Candy, for being here. I wish you all the best for your next book as well. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Please subscribe to Pantai Kalhor Transition channel to get the latest interviews and order my book PTSD Compass through Amazon. How to confront PTSD and navigate trauma to triumph.